Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of Hiring and Inspiring. Today's guest is Jtag Singh, who is a uh, well works as a help desk consultant for a, a legal tech firm, uh, a scientist, uh, as well as a recent university graduate. Uh, he's based in Sydney. Uh, I'm looking forward to having a chat to him today and finding out a bit more about how he's getting on, you know, entering the world of, of work at a, at a young age as, as a recent graduate, finding his, uh, his first role uh, and just connecting with him a little bit more. So, JTEC, with that introduction, welcome to the show. How are you getting on? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, all, all good this time, mate. Um, re- really appreciate you uh, you joining me. Let's uh, let's kick it off. I introduced you there as a you know university graduate, and you you sort of coming into the world of work. You have secured a you know a, a role, a new role recently. You're working as a a help desk consultant for a company called Leap Legal. Yes, I am. Correct. Cool, mate. So quite early days, I think. But you know, how are you? How are you getting on in the new role? How are you finding it so far? I quite enjoy the challenges that I get to help solve every day, and. Yeah, it's kind of tying into my degree in which I would do research and do experiments and all that stuff. So I enjoy it. I didn't want to go into research. So this is a good way to, I guess, really get into my um, passion for solving problems and stuff like that. Yeah, perfect. So a typical day uh, in, in the role? For someone who doesn't know, including myself, to be honest, what would a what would a typical day look like as a um, you know, or in in the role? So, a help desk consultant acts as the first point of contact for any kind of problems that users of that software may be experiencing, and we try to then troubleshoot and help solve those problems so they don't encounter them in the future. And I guess a typical day would look like. Um, customers or clients coming and uh, chatting yeah. through um, text boxes and stuff like that, telling us what their problems mm-hmm. are and then us trying to help them and sometimes getting the problem solved, sometimes not getting the problem solved, sometimes yeah. trying to apply a variety of solutions to get that problem solved. So it's quite <laughs> unpredictable, I would say. Sure, yeah. And and who are the, the the customers and the and the the clients that you're speaking to, and what what are their typical problems that you're you're solving? Software problems mostly, so glitches and things yeah. like that. Sometimes things not working, and normally we speak to lawyers or paralegals or anyone in the law industry. So <clears throat> it's quite interesting, really, how we as tech professionals interact with legal professionals. Two completely different worlds. Oh, yeah come together okay. to solve an unlikely problem of yeah. their software not working or, or our software that we provide them as a service not working. I mean, every software yeah. has an issue, has issues because that's just the way the world is now with technology. So yeah. patience, I think, in this role is really important. Yeah. So is it like small legal practices? That's the type of customers that you guys Small have? to medium legal firms, yeah. Small to medium, yeah. Um, Leap Legal, the software, what does it actually, what does it do so it's, for, for those companies? So it's a document management system. So, you know, yeah, in, okay. physical, in the physical world, you have filing cabinets that you put your files and stuff in, or in the yeah. olden days, as I like to say, in like the early 2000s, late 90s, before yeah. how a lot of firms and companies would have paper trails and big filing cabinets with a lot of documents. It's essentially that, except 
in the digital space where people where clients can save those files in a cloud-based system yeah yeah okay cool so as i touched upon you, you finished up university you know quite recently and, and you know you've got this got this role you know as you sort of um well actually you know you mentioned it's, it's related to your degree actually how, how is it how is this role related to, to what you studied well it's not related in like a um conceptual sense it's more like okay. skills that i learned in my degree for problem solving are transferably oh, okay. applicable to this degree oh, sorry to this to this job because mm. well you have to solve the problem troubleshoot and that's essentially what we would do what i would do in my degree with research problems and stuff like that yeah. so yeah okay this is a more it based role and the degree i did was a quantum physics and science and stuff like that so more mm. um experimental work rather than it based work mm, yeah gotcha so w- when you did finish up your studies how did you sort of how how did you feel you know entering the the workforce i felt good i felt like i yeah. attained a newfound freedom and it made me a bit more confident within myself knowing within myself knowing that i can apply myself without the training wheels of a degree because i mean in a degree you can make mistakes and then later rectify them like you'll fail a subject you can retake that subject but in a role you have to all you have to kind of make not make those mistakes as i as you would because if you fail at a task in your job you have to find a way to then rectify that failure mm. and kind of not do it again so it's 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 good i think it teaches you a different yeah. it, it it gives you a different way of teaching or i guess learning yeah. what was it sort of was it quite daunting entering or at least when you were searching for for roles how how did you find the actual job search <laughs> When you were looking for for these positions, um, so COVID kind of changed how we look for jobs and how we interview as well. So it was a bit weird because usually I yeah. would go into a like when I was younger in uni, role in jobs and stuff like that for odd jobs like waitering and stuff. You would go in and see yeah. the manager. They would talk to you in a physical sense rather than in a digital um, environment. But now it's a bit different because, well, COVID has changed the way we work and the way we communicate with one another. We don't waste time going into a office to interview. We do it all online. So it was a bit weird and a bit, I guess, unknown to me. And that kind of did scare me. But I think I've acclimated quite well into my role and into the way the yeah. workforce works, um, or um, pro- I guess, um, has progressed now. So working from home actually on friday was my first work from home day <laughs> out so i okay. wasn't in the office and i was working from home it was a bit weird it was a bit scary and a bit overwhelming because i didn't have the i didn't have access to the support network as i usually do in the office like i can just mm-hmm. ask a colleague next to me um yeah for, for help but i didn't have that freedom or i didn't have that uh, luxury on friday so it was different it was i would say fun though because i was a bit more i had to be a bit more independent yeah okay so is that something that the, the company offer they offer that work from home yeah. flexibility yeah they do. is it do, initially are they do they encourage you to come into the office to kind of learn the ropes and then you can once you've got it you know up this up to speed yeah it, you can have that flexibility they're very nurturing and i really yeah. like that a lot of, i think um a lot of companies what they don't or what i've seen from my personal experience the very short personal experience i've had <laughs> in the workforce yeah. many companies that don't 
offer good training and don't offer good, um, what's the word, I guess, support to their new employees, um, mm. those employees don't end up sticking around very long because they get really overwhelmed and very stressed. The thing I like about this role and working for this company, Leap Legal, is that they provide that support. It, they let you make those mistakes so that you can learn from them and and I have found that I have been thri- I've like been thriving a bit more and more each day as I've progressed in the role because of that support and nurturing so I hats off yeah. to my manager for um, yeah. letting me make great mistakes and learning from them I think yeah yeah great to hear. I love that approach so um yeah, in terms of your your criteria, then when you were searching for for a new role, was that right up there that that support and that you know nurturing approach to developing your career that was that top of the or, or right up the top of the, the the sort of the checklist of of when you were searching for that role? It was among the um, criteria points. So my criteria points were strong training and strong um, support whilst in the period yeah. because. I mean, the way we think about probation is that, oh, okay, if we're a fit for the company, then the company will keep us. But it's two ways. If you're not a fit for the company, or if the company's not a fit for you, then it yeah. doesn't end up working out anyway. Like It's just uh, that symbiotic relationship that has to run. And mm-hmm. a second point was diversity. So one of the reasons I took mm-hmm. the role, among a lot of reasons, was... Um, the fact that eight out of ten executives in the company in Leap are female, so that yeah. shows that they push for diversity and they believe that diversity leads to more productivity and better output. I think, and I agree with them. Mm. I scientific studies have shown that organizations with a more equal um, representation in senior leadership have thrived more so than organizations that don't. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. I, I I completely agree. Would you say that was quite common then in terms of maybe your peer group as well? You know, that, that younger generation of of guys and girls coming into the workforce that, you know, looking for, you know, diversity, looking for, you know, a supportive and, um, you know, nurturing culture in terms of maybe your friends or, you know, people, peers amongst university. Is that kind of what you know, the, your generation typically is, is is really looking for in that, you know, or, or in their careers in general. I'd like I'd say. like to think so because, yeah. I mean, if you look at how the world was in the eighties and the seventies and eighties before, like, I guess sexual harassment was more emphasized in the workplace, and I think it was only recently that it became a problem, especially after the whole Harvey Weinstein incident and Me Too and everything that like that created i think that was the impetus to um the me too movement or things like that but before that it was more um you would tolerate any kind of harassment not just sexual like any bullying was just hushed up and workers would tolerate it because well they needed that job and they thought that if they tolerated it it would lead to a better kind of uh progression in their career because they were putting up with the abuse they were putting up with the hardship in the beginning and well, once you get over that hardship, you'd think that there would be ease. But I mm. don't think that's the way to go about it. And I don't think, and I think that because of, well, millennials and Gen Z, that culture has shifted. But there's still 